I'm Jimmy Young, the PCM founder, and I'm joined by our New York correspondent, Pam Schmiel, in the Big Apple, if you will, Pam. It's great to see you again. And as always in New York, nothing is easy, right? Nothing's easy because they've really been on hold. All these licenses, all these people that have applied, they've been on hold because of a court order. Well, now I guess the news this week is a judge is releasing two dispensary licenses. Can you give us a little background on that? Yes, um, uh, Judge Kevin Bryant, um, who initially uh, imposed the injunction on all the social equity applications or applicants that were supposed to move forward uh, with their businesses, have now um, released two applications and awarded, um, I'm sorry, awarded applications to Conbud, a dispensary in Manhattan, and Terp Brothers, a new dispensary coming up in Queens. So well, they, people are excited. There you go. Now that that means that the total of dispensaries that would be open goes up from twenty three to twenty five. <laughs> I mean, for, it, for it's a state how, of what, twenty million. Yeah, it's it, how frustrating has it been it, it, working in that community? I'm guessing many of them are just knocking their heads against the wall now. Well, also because many of them have uh, real estate that they've been, you know, paying rent on for months and months. Uh, their buildouts were happening. Uh, the injunction a few months ago uh, put everything to a halt and uh, was in question about whether they were even going to be able to open. Uh, so now everybody's pretty happy, at least that's moving along. And now we have all applications open to everyone in New York and Hopefully that'll get things moving too. Yeah. And I think that the deadline on that was December 8th. So, um, and they have 400 already in queue. So mm -hmm. hopefully that will give the uh, market a little bit of a jolt. Um, mm -hmm. One of the other things I saw in New York was uh, the idea of farmers markets has always been part of the new legal cannabis um, world, if you will. And farmers go to these farmer markets and share their crops, if you will, with the public. And it sounds like New York is going to allow something like that. Can you give me a little background on the these uh, these open markets for the growers? Yeah. Uh, so late summer, uh, the state allowed uh, these uh, grower showcases to uh, begin. And the farmers are reporting, um, people that I'm talking to are saying that the sales are not as robust as they hope for, but some of them feel that's because they need more marketing and there's so much confused confusion with uh, you know, New York citizens about what is legal and what isn't legal, which storefronts, you know, because there's so many storefronts that are illegal around the state. Even people in the cannabis industry are confused about it. So that's one reason they think that just needs to be a little bit more marketing on the state's side to, to inform uh, consumers. And then also uh, brands are saying it, it is a big benefit because they are getting uh, firsthand experience um, meeting consumers, building brand loyalty, uh, which is, is, a, is a big gift for them. And um, similar to, uh, you know, meeting consumers where they are, mm -hmm. uh, many report that in-store demonstrations of their products always move sales and is a big, you know, moves the needle on, on their sales. So they're very excited about the farmer's market showcase to build brand loyalty. 
There you go. Farmer's Market Showcase. It's a long name for a farmer's market, but that's okay. It's all good. As long as you can get weed there, I know the growers will be happy. The consumers will be happy. And and it will ease some of the tension that's in New York State right now because, you you know, you live there. You can feel it uh, amongst your, your peers, if you will. Um, another thing that developed was the medical market. You know, New York had a medical program for years. And then the adult use started. And now, of course, there's the transition going on. Uh, how is that medical market doing? Are they hurting or are they able to uh, survive the adult use competition? Well, we haven't heard much about the medical program because of all the uh, turmoil that's going on with the um, adult use rollout. Mm -hmm. But um, some of the advocates that I've spoken to uh, in the state who are fighting for the medical market um, have reminded us that um, the medical program actually paved the way and is paving the way for you know setting good rules and 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 working with the state to amend certain rules um, and regulations. So they've been advocating and working on this you know for a few years. And then also, um, they really believe that it uh, the medical market shouldn't get lost in the shuffle because um, the elderly market is growing, as everyone knows, in every state. And the elderly just um, uh, lack the most basic understanding of the industry. And they need a trusted and you know, a trusted place that they can visit and be educated about the benefits of cannabis uh, as, as a medicine. And then right. additionally, um, they're also saying that uh, for safety reasons, uh, with all the reports coming out about mold in, um, in, in, in the crop, you know, in, that are going into the dispensaries that the labs are reporting, um, patients, uh, you know, require safety standards. Um, you know, it could be a big burden to them and, and, you know, their immune systems. Um, so, and also many of them are also saying that the big benefit of the medical stores are the pharmacists on site right. um, who guide them on choosing the right product and uh, possibility of drug to drug um, interaction. So a lot of reasons we need to make sure the medical market doesn't get lost in the shuffle here. Yeah, that's right. And we are part of the biggest clinical trial of a drug in history right now. And we'll find out how it all shakes out over the next couple of years. Pam Schmiel reporting from New York.